It's locked on Cardinals. Should the Arizona Cardinals consider sitting Kyler Murray an extra game this week against the Carolina Panthers? The Carolina Panthers, a trap game, and the Cardinals are back atop the NFL power rankings. Should they have ever left? We'll get back into it. It's Bo, it's Alex, it's locked on Cardinals. You are locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea. It's the Locked On Cardinals podcast. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. You gotta, you gotta, Not as emphatic you, as normal. Rise well, up, Red you know, Sea. You got to say this. Rise well, up, Red Sea. You got to say this. What I do have to say is this episode is brought to you by the delicious McDonald's. McDonald's, I'm loving it, of course, known for affordable, great-tasting food, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been just more than a place to do that, get tasty, affordable food. It's the unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends over at the Golden Arches, our friends at McDonald's, for always being there. I'm loving it. I'm loving what we've got on tap on this episode. The conversation, the debate, should the Cardinals consider – Sitting Kyler Murray, even if he's close to being 100% or 90%, whatever it might be, we're starting to see some information come out about that, his status. But should they just say, okay, sit him down. Let's get another week. He'll be fresh, completely healed for a division game against the Seattle Seahawks before the bye week. Or if he's good to go, should you just green light number one, returning the lineup? We'll get into that conversation as well. We've got our power rankings and the Cardinals. This is not bearing the lead. They're the number one team in the NFL. They And I think what our conversation is going to be, should they have fallen as far as they did uh, for one week after their lone loss this season? And then we'll start to get into Carolina, really. We'll talk about this Panthers team, which is bad. It's a bad team. I don't know. What, is there a quarterback that you would re- like to like, – is Sam Darnold, does he give them the best chance at pulling off an upset? Like, would you rather face – a Sam Darnold led Carolina Panthers team or PJ Walker? Uh, <laughs> Not I mean, a lot of great options. No, it's wild how Sam Darnold looked like the second coming, and then we saw the same Sam Darnold from the Jets. You could say that this is not Adam Gase's fault. This is this is the hand that was dealt. Unfortunately, and Matt Rule, like to his credit, they've been competitive. Uh, they don't play a fun winning, you know, a fun style of football with Christian McCaffrey on the shelf. And, you know, that's not necessarily anybody's fault with Christian McCaffrey being out after, you know, getting paid all that money. He's the focal point of the offense, you know? So with mm-hmm. him out, it's not necessarily fair with DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel is gone. Um, they don't have a whole lot of options offensively. Robbie Anderson has been non-existent this year. So I don't know. Um, I'd rather face who cares. I'd rather face both. It doesn't matter. The one thing about Sam Darnold is that he's more of a more of a sitting duck, even though he, he was he leading the NFL in in rushing touchdowns. I think we had Jason Moore on earlier in the season, uh, from the fantasy footballers, and he said that Sam Darnold was leading the NFL in rushing from the quarterback position uh, regarding touchdowns. That's no longer the case. Um, so I guess Sam Darnold, because there's more tape on him, but six of one, you know. You could discount your your co-host and and as a and then give all all 
the, I guess, thank you for giving Jason Moore that nugget that I gave you. We haven't had Jason Moore on during the regular season. I had that little stat for you. Yes, he was he was up there as far as quarterback rushing touchdown. Really? It a, uh, yeah, it was me. Not, not well, Jason. maybe well, that's, you know. I thought you got it from an expert. Maybe it's a Freudian slip. Yeah, maybe I'm yearning for something that I'm not getting right now. Right. Yeah, no respect for your co-host. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown AZ Cards, at B-O-B-R-A-C-K, and, of course, at Clancy's Corner. Lots of great content coming from all of those accounts. And please check us out on YouTube, way over 1,500 already. We appreciate everybody that's subscribed to our YouTube channel. Lots of great content there. And if you subscribe, subscribe and listen to us on podcasts, thank you for doing that. Thank you for making us your first listen. Uh, we'll get more into the Carolina Panthers conversation. Uh, it's just a, it's a bad squad. When you look at who they beat this year, uh, it's the Jets, it's the Saints, it's the Texans, and it's the Falcons. Those are some of the worst teams in the league. The Saints Not are one of the more inconsistent teams. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of maybe the shocker on, on their resume. But uh, it's it's not it's not a good team. It was a, it was it's pretty much a carbon copy of last year, where they came out of the gates and they were like there was they had a strong start and then they fell apart. And it looks like there's no um, light at the end of the tunnel as far as them kind of getting themselves out of this nosedive. It's just not a very talented roster. There are a few players on there that the Cardinals are going to have to keep tabs on, including a former Arizona Cardinal that's now a Carolina Panther. And we'll get into that closer to the game day. We're going to talk to our guy, Julian Council, who's locked on Panthers, co- our host over there. Really good uh, host for their new host of that podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to him tomorrow. But um, power rankings, finally, they came out. Let's get into them real quick. Here they are from our Locked On Network to- uh, hosts. Cardinals are number one, eight and one. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, after their bye week and after their bad loss, the New Orleans Saints somehow are number two. I didn't have them number two when I filled out this uh, this little survey. Titans are number three. I actually had the Titans at number two as my number two yeah, team. Yeah, same. And Packers are four after their loss with uh, out Aaron Rodgers in the lineup. Rams are five. Ravens are six. Cowboys are number seven. The Bills are eight. The Chargers are nine. And the Saints are number 10 in your Locked On po- Podcast Network power rankings. Now, here's what I think the interesting debate is, Alex, is I don't think that the Arizona Cardinals, they fell to six last week, and I don't think they should have slipped that much. I mean, considering all, like, the leash that they were giving the uh, the Chiefs this season, it, it took the Chiefs really losing four games before they knocked them out of the top ten. It took the Bills losing a second game for them to realize that the Bills have more flaws than, than we're looking at, you know, on, on the surface. It's it's interesting. The Cardinals slip up once, and it's one bad play that cost them being eight and zero, and they they knock them completely down off their pedestal. I think that it just continues to be this uh, NFL content creator, reporter, whatever it may be, whoever has an opinion on the NFL. They've got this groupthink where they're they won't get away from it. Like people still are reluctant to give credit to this Arizona Cardinals team. Yeah. Um. I, you know, whatever. And, and here's the thing is there, nobody sees the culture shift like we do and the people that cover the team and people that are, you know, watching it, you know, constantly over and over and over again, seeing the shift and seeing how important it was to remove Patrick Peterson from this organization and bring in all of these people that are here for the greater good and not just to get paid. You know, like the shift has happened a lot quicker in the win loss column, but the culture shift happened seemingly overnight. 
one offseason, everything changed. And we saw that before they played a game. We didn't know how it was going to translate on the field, but we knew that the new pillars in place, both young and older, were a great elixir for an organization moving forward. Um, there is no pop for the Arizona Cardinals organization except for when Kyler Murray at all are on the field. Like, there's no sexiness to the organization because they've been a losing franchise forever. Forever. 12, winning, 12 seasons of eight wins or more since moving to Phoenix. 12 wins or 12 times, eight wins or more, okay? 34 years, 12 times. I think it's 34 years. Yeah. Yeah, but if you, if you look at the last decade, if you look at since Steve Kime has taken over the reins as general manager, and that's, it's an interesting thing that you said about the culture because when Steve Kime, his first year that he was the general manager, and he's been in this organization for 20 years, more than 20 years, he brought on Bruce Arians. He kind of locked into Bruce Arians as his head coach. And Bruce Arians instilled his culture. And when Bruce Arians left after the 2017 season, Steve Kime didn't know there was no culture really remaining. And they had to find it. And it, it took bringing in some key players like J.J. Watt uh, to, to be a steady voice in that locker room and to also reinforce the message that Cliff Kingsbury is trying to deliver. And Cliff Kingsbury had a tough job because he was a failed college coach. You know, he can't just go in there and, and command that people respect him and listen to him. And, and for what we've heard, you and I following this team and reporting on this team, is that the players love him. And I think that's part of it. And now with the winning, with the other leaders in that locker room, it's resonating a little bit more. And you're right, this culture is developing and it's it's getting better day by day. But it's something that for after BA left, I think this this organization was scrambling to find where it was going to come, who was yeah. going to instill Well, that I mean, Steve Kahn fell into this as a 100% overcorrection for what it was in 2018. This was his last... Hail Mary attempt, which is what I called it when they drafted Kyler Murray and signed Cliff Kingsbury for him to keep his job. And it wouldn't affect him directly if it didn't work out because he'd be out of a job. But the fact that it worked out and it's worked out so beautifully and now you have things rolling downhill, everything's shifted. And sure, winning changes a lot of things. Winning changes a lot of things. So that's where we're at. 100% the best team in the NFL through nine weeks. And with the way the schedule's set up, they, again, play only two teams with winning records for the rest of the season with Dallas and the Rams. Yeah. One at home, one on the road. But at the home game is Monday night football, I believe. So they're going to get that primetime love on Monday night with Matt Stafford coming into town. And interestingly enough, Matt Stafford and the, and the uh, Rams travel to San Francisco to play the 49ers on Monday night football on Monday. We'll see if they can put a repeat performance from what the Cardinals did with the absolute beat down with a backup quarterback and backup skill position players. Yeah. Things are not right in uh, San Fran. That's for sure. In the Bay area. It's uh it's fun. It's great to see, you know, you hate to see it. You hate to see all uh, the, the Niners and their faithful scrambling and asking questions and, and having these uh, these issues that Alex and I were talking about two years ago. It's wild. It's uh, it's pretty crazy, but it would also wouldn't be the worst thing. I, w- I mean, as far as if you have to pick a poison and root for one of those teams on Monday Night Football, I'm rooting for San Francisco. I'm immediately just oh, yeah. pivoting and, and putting on my, my uh, red and gold. <laughs> yeah. Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We talk about the culture shift. We talk about winning 
And with it creates a luxury. And it's a conversation and a debate that Alex and I are going to have as far as should the Cardinals just right now just say Kyler Murray is going to be out another another week. He's not going to face the Carolina Panthers. Instead, they're going to roll with Colt McCoy as their starting quarterback in week 10 against the Panthers, who are struggling mightily. Let's get into that conversation. But first, I got to tell you that if you buy gas, you need this app. Get upside. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or the Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. You'll get a bonus 25 cents on the first fill up. That's 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump any longer. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. The promo code TOUCHDOWN. Get 50 cents per gallon cash back in your first tank. Some people who drive a lot, they're making upwards to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. Absolutely no rub. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime, your bank account, PayPal, even a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use that promo code TOUCHDOWN. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, hanging out with you here on a uh, Wednesday edition of Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for making us your first listen. Thanks for checking us out on YouTube, premiering right now, 10 a.m. Check us out every morning except for our post Arizona time. 10 a.m. Arizona right. time. That's right. 10 a.m. Arizona time. Arizona holding steady, not going to conform to these stupid uh, daylight savings time, time change, whatever. Fine. We don't care about the farmers. I don't know what the issue is with that. Uh, so I saw, I've seen a couple, um, you know, reports, tweets, uh, one from a source I'm not familiar with, but uh, looks like could be legit. Tyler Dragon of USA Today said, quote, Tyler, Kyler Murray's ankle is improving and he hopes to play Sunday, but the Cardinals want to do what's best for Murray long term, per a source familiar with the situation. Uh, take that with a grain of salt. Um, Everybody has different sources. Well, you know, something could come out. Another reporter for the Arizona Cardinals say, you know, Josh Weinfuss, whoever it could be, it could be Gambit. Somebody could could say, I'm hearing differently because you probably have a different source. This is something that you can avoid the sources. Should the Arizona Cardinals just consider sitting their franchise quarterback for a second consecutive week against the team that's down? Yes. And I've completely changed my tune on this. Sam Darnold is Joe Person, one of the best beat writers. He's been around for a long time covering the Panthers. He's pretty much saying, sit him no matter what. Sit him no matter what. Um, I don't know if uh, that's going over so well in in Pantherland, Mm -hmm. but um, he's got a sore shoulder. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is hobbled, even though he is a fantasy football darling, regardless if he gets in the end zone or not. I've completely done a 180, and I think you have too here after watching what happened in San Francisco. Replicating that is going to be difficult. These are NFL teams, okay? They have guys that are get paid millions of dollars to play this game. And any Sunday, sometimes your backup quarterback ain't going to cut it. It worked out well on this past Sunday on the road, but it's not something you hope for. Like, oh no, for 100% sit Kyler because of what happened last week. This is a completely different season on Sundays. There's no momentum in the NFL. Ask the Buffalo Bills. Like, I think, because you and I both said before San Francisco that if Kyler was 75%, get his ass out there. Like, if he's ready to roll, what are we doing here? But after we, what we saw from Colt McCoy, it at least lifts the floor a little bit to consider midweek, because we're talking Wednesday, that you at least have to bring it into the equation now. That's all. 
Not It's not a foregone conclusion that he's going to be able to do and James Conner's going to be able to do what they did last week on Sunday against Carolina. You just look at their last few weeks. Uh, I mean, especially the this past Sunday against New England, it was Mac Jones who I think you can you can I can honestly say this: Colt McCoy right now is a better quarterback at the NFL level than Mac Jones is right now, and they actually are very similar as far as how they distribute the football, how they don't really throw downfield that often, uh, and, and they just get the ball in their playmakers' hands. I think Colt McCoy is what Mac Jones will be maybe in a year. And that's on a first round accelerated pace. And, and that's fine. And that's not an indictment on Mac Jones, but Mac Jones cut up this, this defense, the, the, the pan, the, I'm sorry, the Patriots won easily 24 to six. Um, I, I have, I'm confident in uh, Colt McCoy's ability to run this offense. I, I'm a confident with whoever's in the shotgun or, you know, under center for Cliff Kingsbury's offense, big, 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 big shout out to Cliff Kingsbury and his, 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 just his offense right now, because the ball's not hitting the turf that often, no matter who's throwing the throwing it. Christian Kirk's one for one, for God's sake. Um, Colt McCoy, Kyler Murray, you know, it's it's interchangeable right now, but Kyler Murray can come back and make big plays. He can take your offense and and it's good and make it great. We that there's no denying that. So the the thing I think about though, when you consider sitting him for a second consecutive week, is you want to keep him in rhythm. And if you don't keep him, if he doesn't come back this week, does he come back against Seattle and then go into the bye week and then sit again? Is that enough of keeping your franchise signal caller in enough rhythm to really get after it down the stretch for this team when they're going to vie for the number one overall seed in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point because with Tennessee nipping at their heels, that's the team, not Tennessee, sorry, Tampa Bay, that's the team you're going to have to worry about. Green Bay, sure, will probably maybe lose one more game. You could definitely see Tampa Bay running the table, regardless of who they're playing. Tom Brady is not used to not being the one seed. So he is going to get every inch out of everybody. Gronk will come back in two weeks. They're going to get healthy and everything is going to be status quo from where it was when the season started. They are the best offense in football when everybody's on the field. They have an all-star team. It's not fair to compare the two. Sure, Tom Brady is is limited a little bit more than Kyler is with his flexibility, you know, his movability, obviously. But you would take Tampa Bay's offense over the Cardinals' offense. Just one game, one offensive so. output. You okay? Not, well, not at this we, point. We, okay, well, we don't have to have that debate right now. My point is that, like, my point is that you cannot. To your point, you can't put Kyler in his position where he's going to come back and knock the rust off against Seattle at CenturyLink. That's not ideal either, because they're going into their bye week. Okay. And then I don't. I think they have Chicago coming out of the bye, right? They have yep. Chicago in Chicago, early morning slate um, coming out of the bye week. So if you're going to sit them this week, you may as like. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're not going to, if you're not going to play them this week, and they win, you can't punt on the game in Seattle. Like, there's no way he's going to miss that much time, right? But no. also, do you want him to go in rusty, as you mentioned on Sunday? in Seattle with that raucous crowd, regardless of who, regardless of what their record is and who they're playing. Yeah. I mean, it's a division game and you know, the old cliches, it means, you know, it's double basically. And it'd be huge for them to, uh, to, to get the first game of two against Seattle. And, and Russell Wilson looks like he's going to be back in uh, the starting lineup for the Seahawks by then. It's an, it's an interesting bait. We'll, we'll continue it. Uh, I'm sure it will come up with Julian council tomorrow on our crossover podcast and we'll talk about it obviously on friday we'll probably have a lot more insight 
I mean, we'll just see what Kyler says later today in his press conference when he meets with the media. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Check us out on Twitter at Locked On Easy Cards. Check Alex out at Clancy's Corner. Find me at Bob Rack. Easiest way to search it. Uh, one more thing to really talk about here on the podcast, uh, as far as the Cardinals are concerned, should the Arizona Cardinals uh, be concerned about Carolina being a trap game? Get into that conversation here on Locked on Cards. But I do want to tell you about, uh, especially when you look at the spread, uh, the Cardinals are overwhelming favorites. It's reached double digits now. It's 10. It's officially 10, according to our friends over at Bet Online. If you like that number, if you think, hey, the Cardinals have you know notoriously struggled against the old uh, Panthers in their history, then, uh, yeah, check that out. Also, I uh, do want to tell you about our friends over at uh, Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar on the planet, no doubt about it. And you want to think about all your traditional favorites at Thanksgiving, you've got that, you know, the counterpart as far as what you want to treat yourself to after you enjoy the big spread and not worry about tacking on too many extra calories because every Built Bar has, you know, somewhere between 130 to 180 calories. It's unreal. You've got, uh, you're not going to have to, you know, pack on too many pounds just because of Built Bar. Nine delicious flavors, and every couple days this month, they're going to release limited time flavors. They even have a mystery flavor right now that if you order it and you guess it, you can win yourself some Built Bar, Built Bar swag. Check it out, built.com. Uh, go there, buy a mix box, use the promo code LOCK15, get 15% off your order using the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So should we? is it fair to throw around trap game uh, when you look at – I mean, th- this is pretty much what would constitute a trap where the Cardinals would overlook their opponent. But it, and, I, and I've seen this too on social media, Alex. People have been saying the Cardinals, they've struggled with Carolina. It, it's True. just like taxes and struggling with Carolina. But I, this is we, – we've said that. Like people told me that when they were facing Trevor Lawrence or when they were facing Trey Lance, when they were facing rookie quarterbacks. They struggle against rookie quarterbacks. It's like this is – hasn't this team proven to you an, enough times that it's different this time around? I don't know. Uh, it, it's supposed to, yeah. But I think the thing that's that, that was more painful for you that you took more <laughs> – you took more uh, brunt on was uh, the Rams comparison with, with Rams fans. Oh, you haven't beaten Sean McVay. There was 34, nothing. That was five years ago, man, or whatever, four years ago, however, whatever it was, the, right. the mockery in, in, in London with David Johnson, that was 2017 and Carson Palmer. And then the, there was the Josh Rosen game in LA where they lost 34, nothing. I think, Oof, I yeah. think that's right. Um, they've had trouble with Carolina. And what people remember is the NFC Championship game, dummies, completely different team, completely different organization. Cardinals may as well be, a, you know, an expansion team compared to where they were then. The thing regarding trap games is the Buffalo Bills of the Arizona Cardinals a solid on Sunday, reminding teams that, hey, any team could lose to any team in the NFL. And that was the best thing. Week nine was perfection for the Arizona Cardinals in myriad ways. Not only did all the other big teams lose, Tampa Bay was on a bye after a loss, so they got to suffer for another week. 
And then you saw the Buffalo Bills not score a touchdown, have 15 total points against a terrible crap box organization. Sorry, Tony Wiggins, who has never won anything except for making one NFC AFC championship game a couple years ago. You know, like that's a reminder for the Cardinals. Any team could beat you at any point. So that was a huge thing. A trap game, no, but it it's not a trap game until they score less points than the opposing team that they should have beat. You know, very profound. Yeah, very profound. I do, I do appreciate that. The uh, the and the Bills. I mean, the Bills' offensive woes began the week before against Miami. I don't know where it came out of nowhere. I don't know if there's a blueprint how to slow down Josh Allen in, in that offense. Uh, but it, it continued despite a, a solid fourth quarter against Miami uh, to win that game easily. And then the next game couldn't get anything going up against Jacksonville, where we've seen firsthand that, like you're right, it, Jacksonville sucks. They have no business, you know, being in that game. Uh, Carolina is, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like the Arizona Cardinals remain focused. And I don't know if it's the adversity that's keeping them more focused on things like Buffalo is just on cruise control. And I feel like they've been on cruise control for a while where the Arizona Cardinals don't have that margin for error. Like it's, it's, it's minuscule. Like if they slip up, the Rams are right there. If not passing them on the, on the highway, I I, I, I think that there's something to it. It obviously has a lot to do with the leadership within that locker room that they're staying this focused. Um, but this is one of those games where, you know, luckily the game is in Glendale. So you don't have to travel across the country. Uh, you can sleep in your own bed, wake up and go to the stadium and take care of business. And, and even if you have a down game, you should have an easy time beating up on the Panthers. Yeah, you should. I mean, it's, Great teams win these games. They win them handily. And, you know, even if Kyler plays, the goal, what, let's say it with me, the goal of every NFL game for the Cardinals is for Colt McCoy to start the fourth quarter. That's right. the goal. That means the Cardinals are up enough to where Kyler can sit, rest his legs, rest his body. Colt McCoy can come in and bleed the clock. Like, that's that's a perfect, perfect scenario for the Arizona what's, Cardinals moving forward. What's really shocking about the, the Buffalo downfall is, is their offense struggled so much because and they've they've been able to that defense has been playing good enough to where the Arizona Cardinals haven't really had that slip up they had the bad game against uh the Niners and they and they squeaked out a win 17 to 10 and that's the that's the the low end like 17 points is the is the low end mm-hmm. that should be enough to beat Carolina uh and, and the Arizona Cardinals defense is putting them in self in the the offense in such solid positioning because of how they're able to get off the field or how they're able to create turnovers, even more so than Buffalo. Buffalo's defense is good. It's not the Arizona Cardinals. And especially when you're, if they are going to face a guy like Sam Darnold, who has 11 picks on the season, like that's, they should be like just salivating at the idea of him coming in and playing them. Well, sure. And I mean, you look at how important the run game is. Buffalo has done this sans run game. They don't have a running game at all. Josh Allen is usually their leading rusher. I mean, Zach Moss is flashed. Devin Singletary had a long touchdown run in in the first couple weeks of the season. They don't run the ball at all. And it's like, well, listen, if you need a sustained drive or you need to get a couple first downs, sometimes it's easier just to run the rock. Get the juices flowing. Get the offense who's been on the field for the majority of the game. Get them back into the game and then take your shots down the field. Like, it's wild how many games they've won without having a running game. And you look at the Cardinals this year, that's the silent killer. It's mm-hmm. it's sure it's Kyler Murray and and the and the wide receivers, but it's the defense, it's the offensive line, and it's the run game. That's the real secret sauce to winning Super Bowls. That's what it's always been. 
even with the Patriots, I mean, they used to run the ball and play defense better than anybody when they needed to. Oh yeah. I mean, and that's it. it I mean, I feel like every postseason there's, there's a running back that emerges. That's that just is crushing it as far as churning clock and putting games away and, and making, you know, scoring big touchdowns and, and gashing the opposing defense. It's like, uh, Raheem Mostert yeah, they, was that yeah. guy. I mean, he just went off of Leonard Fournette. It was playoff Lenny last year for the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's every postseason. It happens. That one last thing before we get out of here, as far as the run game, how do you want, how do you think the Cardinals should approach Carolina with being down in the running back room? Uh, they haven't signed anybody yet, or I don't expect them to sign anybody right. as, as far as the run game is concerned. James Conner had 20 plus touches in the last game. Do you think that they continue to to ride him? We talked about it a little bit yesterday, but how do you think they should approach uh, their the rushing attack against Carolina on Sunday? 50-50. Just go 50-50 with Eno? Yeah. Find out. There's a perfect game to find out. There's a perfect game to find out. If Colt McCoy, like, the crazy part is if Colt McCoy has to throw the ball 45 times in a game, the Cardinals can still win. You know, right. like he's yeah. multifaceted as a backup. Sure, there's not going to be as much down the field stuff. He put a beautiful ball in Christian Kirk's hands down the down the middle of the field on Sunday. He has that in his arsenal. He just hasn't had to use it because he's been on the shelf the whole year. You know, I would 100% churn Eno Benjamin and find out. This is a perfect game to give him 15 or 17 carries. Use James Conner more in the pass game. Flip their roles even. Make give James Conner the Chase Edmonds role and give Eno Benjamin the the, the uh, James Conner role running the ball. What do you got to lose? You got to find out at some point. Chase is going to be out for a lot longer than just a game. They're probably going to get him through the bye to give him an extra week of rest on Thanksgiving and then maybe come back against Chicago. But you got to find out about Eno immediately if you want this offense to work the same way it did with, with Chase Edmonds. We saw yeah. enough during the preseason and during that game to think that he'd be able to produce 70 or 80% of what Chase Edmonds does. Yeah. Cool little nugget. Uh, just catching wind of it right now. But uh, as this this episode will debut, it will probably be uh, something that's talked about a little bit more. But uh, according to multiple reports, Cardinals practice on Wednesday will be more of a walkthrough. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury's kind of backing off a bit so that his beat-up team can get some rest there. And, and most of the players will be available for their media availability, but via zoom, they won't be uh, talking in front of reporters as they normally do on Wednesday. So I think that's a good move. I think that's a smart move. So yeah, trying to get yeah. fresh. We're going to talk to Julian council of lockdown Panthers tomorrow on a crossover edition of lockdown Cardinals. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Follow Alex on Twitter at Clancy's corner. Follow me at Bob rack and follow the show at lockdown AZ cards. And if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel. Do that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you tomorrow.